iGaming FM last caught up with industry stalwart Simon Westbury just before ICE. Six months later, he's CEO of Digitain Group Sport Generate. It's been an interesting six months and it hasn't been without its challenges, but he's now emerging with a new plan and not to mention a new wife. So Simon, I last caught up with you before ICE and you were on the cusp of a big show like all of us were, but you were also on the cusp of a new job and a new a new role. Six months, water under the bridge. What's what's happened since then? A lot's happened, <laughs> I think is the best way to say it. I mean, obviously, yeah, you're right. It, it was a new role. You know, I'd been planning for it, but I think as they always say, you have a plan and, you know, until you get punched in the face and then everything changes. So I tried to plan the best I could. It's been interesting and I've learned a lot. And, you know, it's a very different role. You know, my background's always been commercial. It's always been focused on revenue. And obviously you have departmental budgets. I've grown a team. I've, I've got three designers now. I'm working with developers. I've got a director of product, product and delivery managers. So there's been a lot of expansion and it's a different pressure and a different intensity to being in just sales, which I've enjoyed. But, you know, it, I don't think anything prepares you to be a CEO. Reminders who Sport Generate are, obviously part of the um, the great Digitain organisation, but what is it you guys do? I think that's a very good point you make, because Digitain is not just Digitain now, it's Digitain Group, you know, and I, I describe it as all these little companies, well not little, we're growing obviously, but like Galaxis, uh, we have Galaxis Imagine Live and Sport Generate and Realm, uh, and I, I, I said to Mr Bartley, I'm the founder of Digitain, it's like, the teenagers are leaving home and going and setting up on themselves. We're part of the family still, but we're growing. And, and, you know, in a nutshell, what Sport Generate does is we're developing an odds feed product uh, for the market, which is very exciting. We have our in-house live sports content, which is our table tennis uh, rocket master. And then we have our in-house cyber sports, in very interesting products and something I've, I've really enjoyed learning. But again, I've been learning about studio setups, cameras, etc., which I've never looked at. You know, with the growing market for esports, we're, we're developing an esports iframe API product. You know, I think esports is, is growing and we've seen court cases about legal data, illegal data. And, and, you know, we're looking to develop a fully legal product only using the best quality data that we can get. You've obviously had your head down because you've not posted on LinkedIn for four months, which is unlike you. So what have you been <laughs> up to? What's, um, what, what's the specifics of your role? I think, yeah, I mean, I've, part of the role is that I've dedicated myself to this. I've, I've now moved to Armenia full-time to build this. And I think Sport Generate, we've got a startup mentality within the big Digitain family. So we have the support of the Digitain group, which is great with this startup mentality. I think, yeah, I've been quiet. <laughs> I've been learning. So, yeah, head down, hiring, navigating the waters of, uh, of starting a company, basically. I mean, nothing's easy. You know, and, and I've had to learn a different leadership style because, as, as I mentioned, the intensity in sales, it, salespeople have a different mentality to developers and designers, etc. So I haven't always got it right, I won't lie. But yeah, there's, there's been a lot of learning for me personally, but also a lot of exciting product development and moving forward. How do you find managing people? Is that something that comes naturally? Do you enjoy it? Are there, are there particular challenges being at the absolute top of the tree, being a CEO? Honestly, 
does it come naturally to me? Some people would say yes and some people would say no, um, which I think you can read between the lines on that answer. It's something I've worked at massively. Again, with the sales team, as a, it's my natural mentality, so I can kind of read that. But no, I wouldn't say it would come naturally to me, leadership. It's something I work on every day. And, you know, in my personal life, I've been... I've, become engaged this year which which is great and actually my fiance is quite right and I do sometimes have issues in communication because I'm very direct and, and, and that isn't always the best way to do it you know even when you're right as she tells me if you don't deliver the message correctly you're not right and I, I think there's a another aspect to this living and breathing in Armenia you know I the sales guys worked with international people. They work with international clients. When you're dealing with people that just live and breathe in Armenia and, and their work is focused internally, it, it's been a challenge. And, you know, some of the things are done totally with innocence. You know, you, you can't say here in Armenia, I don't care, like, when you what, about this bit, I just need to know when I'm getting it. If The bit of I don't care in Armenia is, is, is not good. So for me, okay, I'm not not overly concerned about that point i don't care i just need to know what i'm getting is not offensive here it is it, taken in the other way and you know even things like we say uh someone forgot to close the door after a meeting and i said were you born in a barn which is a totally innocuous saying i think you agree robin no it's not it's an it's a a, a comic way of saying can you close the door well you know it, it was taken as you can't say that here because it refers to where someone comes from etc and the, the guy was very upset and I was, I was sitting there kind of really didn't mean that so yeah the leadership doesn't come naturally to me it's something i've worked on for years you know even in my sporting background and, and you know when we spoke last time peter nolan was a great influence on me in that in that area and i, I won't lie I've, I've missed his sage advice greatly this year because I've realised I'm a very intense person and I'm always pushing forward. But in sales, that's easier to bring everyone with you because the sales guys are normally getting commission out of that. You mentioned Peter Nolan there, and I know he was a great mentor of yours. But you're kind of one of the next generation, if I can call it, CEOs um, who are sort of learnt and come up through the industry and are now, it's, it's now your time. Without the Peter Nolans of this world, who who helps the CEOs who are helping the other people? You know, who who do you go to for advice, and where do you get your inspiration? I guess to uh, to manage the people under you. I'm very lucky. You know, I, I don't even like saying I'm a veteran because one, it makes me feel old, and two, I think people who've been in the industry two years and now classing themselves as veterans. And <laughs> maybe again, I've been a bit direct, but I just think it's a lot of nonsense and faff yourself a veteran i think look it's interesting you asked this because we were at raz's event sbc barcelona and i did a panel on leadership etc you know there's a group of us uh, that have come up together you know we've worked very hard to get to this level and i think the next generation don't realize i think they just think we got this naturally i'm very lucky in that i i still have a very very good mentor in Roger Withers, uh, ex-chairman of Playtech. I'm actually in London next week and I'll, I'll grab a glass with him to get his advice. Mr. Vartney, I'm the founder of Digitone. I mean, I, I would say he's become a mentor to me. He's taught me a lot. We have a very open and honest relationship, which I appreciate. There's an issue coming for the industry because this little group that you refer to, I, I spoke to some of them and I'm not saying I'm on the verge of it, but we're all exhausted. You know, we've been at this nine years. We've been delivering nine, ten years. Uh, in my case, it's longer. I mean, it's nearly 15. But there's an intensity to delivery. And we're, what we're finding is that we're getting asked to deliver more and more on less and less budget, which 
I saw some of my friends in Barcelona and I was a bit worried about them. It's interesting you talk about this mentor thing because I'm lucky. You know, I think in the industry there's a, there's a gap here. If I didn't have Roger, if I didn't have Mr. the support of Mr. Vartanian, if I, if I didn't even have the fiancé to advise me, I wouldn't have anyone. So, and it's a scary world when you get to this level. It's, it, it's not easy. So, yeah, I mean, I'm lucky in that sense. In terms of the next generation, I think we have to look after them. And I think the industry has to look at some kind of mentoring scheme because, you know, we talk about Peter and we talk about Roger Willis. These are inspirational guys, you know, the Gigi Livies of this world, the Jim Wright. <laughs> they created this space that we now work in. And the sort of economic headwinds that we're up against at the moment, making things harder. You said that it's, you know, more is expected for less in terms of resources that's not going to get any easier in the next six to 12 months is it no it's not and i i think also you know there's going to be and i always say this the industry in itself is going to become smaller and, and, and let's be honest all these little startups you see at Razzie's great event most their end game is to get bought by one of the big boys <clears throat> i think that we've always enjoyed this group that we've referred to the demands on us and i i just think we've got to keep going and maybe that's my single-minded determination and i think Honestly, this job has always taught me in the last year, well, nine months now, this job has taught me there's always a solution. It might not be an ideal solution, but there's always a way to keep moving forward. It may involve some very difficult decisions. It may involve some very difficult conversations, but you can always find a way. And I think one of the things I may be learning is maybe the Roman way of A to B, direct, is not always the best. Sometimes take that extra hour to have the discussion, you know, because I'm very, I don't want to say single-minded, but once I, I see the solution, I, I just want to go and do the solution. And I think here in this in this new role, I've had to understand all the different uh, voices, let's say, that say, okay, we can go A to B direct, but what about this and what about that? So, you know, touching base on what you said earlier about what drives me to do this? Well, what drives me to do this is to see the people grow that I'm, I'm hiring or I'm managing. And it's always been great for me to do that. You know, the, the opportunity to give someone the opportunity to grow and, uh, and become better is what drives me. I mean, I know everyone will say, oh, he's talking nonsense, it's financial. You know, when you get to CEO, the finance, you know, it's not about finance to me. You know, the salary is the salary. It's, money doesn't drive me. And if it did, I wouldn't be here. Do you think assimilating into any another culture and a, and a new language, and um, obviously you mentioned you know being engaged and what have you, do you think that gives you more flexibility in your working life? Do you, do you feel that you need to, you've seen more, you've heard more, you've adapted to more, so it, it helps you from a business point of view too? Yeah, it does. I mean, you know, my fiance is great, and I'm not trying to make this a love interest for my fiance, but she, she's really advised me amazingly. I mean, I've, I've made a lot of steps in Armenia. I think it's a two-way thing. You have to immerse yourself in the culture, you know, before the wedding. I've had to join the Armenian church, which is uh, interesting. It's a whole new world for me to understand here. And I think if you're going to do something, you've got to really immerse yourself. So fiancé aside, I would have still come and moved here to dedicate myself to this. And I've learned so much by not by being here full time. And the, my language, I think even with English, I struggle, Robin. I'm not a natural linguist. But I am going to start lessons in Armenian because I think it's important. I'm, I'm probably never going to become a natural, but I, I think it's important to at least try. Do you think you're a lifer? Do you think that you're there in Armenia for good now? Is that um, is that you, or is it um, is it just where you are at the moment? Uh, interesting question, and this is maybe where I need to be a CEO diplomatic. No, I mean the honest question is the, the honest answer to that is I view Digitain as my future. I view Digitain Group as my future, but obviously it's a it's a two way conversation. If Mr. Vartanian wakes up one day and doesn't envisage me in the group, that that's his decision. I, I you know. I think you've seen my journey with Digitain Group over the last four years, Robin. Uh, 
dedicated, I'm dedicated to not just digitating, but also Armenia. And I, I've done everything I can to raise awareness of this fantastic country because it is a great place. And I think this industry has added a lot to Armenia, but because there's no direct flights from the UK, for example, it's not the easiest place to get to. So people don't make the effort to come here. So yeah, I mean, the honest answer to that question is yes. But obviously it's a two-way thing. If Mr. Martin doesn't envisage me being here, I, I can't make him. But yeah, this is a, you know, sport generating itself. I'm doing the business plan for the next three to five years. Excellent. That's your future then. Talk to me about Sport Generate's future. This is it's interesting. Mr. Martin wrote to me on this this morning. Um, I think it's going to be a very exciting period. And I'm not just saying that. It's going to be a period of great challenge and great intensity because, you know, Sport Generate, we've been under the radar. But ICE, we're unveiling new products and we're working very hard to not make them the typical ICE vaporware where people turn up with product that's not ready. So from the next three months to ice really november december january apart from getting married in december as well um the the sport generate focus is develop the best product that we can to give ourselves the best chance because i always say if you have a good ice you have a good year there's a great opportunity for us to announce ourselves to the market show some some new products some new defining products that we're developing uh, and grow from there i mean you know any new business the first year we're not really generating massive revenues, although we've got our in-house products that we're selling. I'm looking to grow a sales team. And I agreed with Mr. Vartanian this morning. We won't hire a head of commercial, but I, I'll lead that team. So I agree with him. He said, he said to me, why are you hiring a head of commercial? Simon? And I was like, well, I am busy. But yes, in terms of mentoring a sales team, I'm probably the best person to do it within the Sport Generate Digitone group. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of developed. It's going to move from just focusing on developing products, driving revenue, to, to give return on investment uh, to the directors, you know, the founder of Digitainment and the other investors in the Sport Generate product. Well, whether it's uh, your uh, personal future and your forthcoming nuptials or Sport Generate's future and uh, ice on the horizon, we wish you well with all of that. <laughs> <laughs>